Thanks so much for downloading the Nightcap podcast. We appreciate the support and we'd love to know that you are enjoying the pod. And now you can become a proud member of the Nightcap podcast tribe. Along with our weekly catch-ups and up-and-coming series with more amazing guests, we've created some bespoke Nightcap podcast clothing, which you can get online now. We've teamed up with our friends at T-Mill to create t-shirts and hoodies in various sizes, colours and fits for both men and women. Yeah, we chose T-Mill for several reasons. They make these clothes with 100% natural materials using organic materials that are better for the environment. They use the sun and wind to power the production of these products, plus they they will send you your order in packaging made from plants, not plastics. And the best thing is they look great and they feel great. You can just tell their quality so there's no knockoff merch here. Yeah, it's as simple as this. Go to thenightcap.tmill.com. That's thenightcap.tmill.com to order your Nightcap podcast merch now. Hello and welcome to The Nightcap. It is Wednesday the 25th of October. Myself and Paul are upstairs at Salt having a coffee and a catch-up. How's your holiday, mate? Good, mate. Yeah, yeah. I feel like my tan's gone already. Oh, yeah. no, it's still there. Yeah, yeah definitely. It's because I've put a white t-shirt on purposely yeah. <laughs> yeah, for nice. the contrast. Do you leave it for the, la- for the last day of the <laughs> holiday as well? I always yeah. do that. Yeah, so you know it's yourself. the last day. Like, yeah. 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 No, it's awesome. It's nice. It was like... I, I didn't realise it had been so long since I'd had a proper holiday. I think I was telling you. Yeah. I've had, like, I'm not moaning. I've had some amazing breaks and city breaks. And, you know, I obviously did well last year as we discussed. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of nice, nice uh, breaks in my 40th year and, you yeah. know, trips on my own. But, like, an actual holiday to relax, it took a while to switch off. But now it's an awesome place. Like, yeah, eight, did it? The first couple of days, you were just a bit restless or? Um, kind of. Not, I don't think it was physically, but just in my head, I was like, just. I need to just check that. And unfortunately, like the, the data over there in Morocco was so expensive. I was didn't realise. So we got off the plane and I just it I'll just click the link to go and to get some data because yeah. it's not Europe. And I was like, twenty six quid for a hundred gig. I was like, that's quite a lot. Um, but I'll have it for the week. Yeah. Um, just because I knew we'd be out out the hotel a bit. And then twenty minutes later, it's like your data's gone and I looked on it and it was twenty six pounds for a hundred meg. No. Yeah, I was like, you fucking what? what? And I got that, in touch with O2. I was like, is there a mistake I mean, here? Like, that is insane. For 26 quid for 20 minutes. And I wasn't on my phone then. It was just... Background stuff. Yeah, it was like things, just emails coming in, I suppose, or notifications or whatever. Fuck. That was it. Gone. That, that is devastating. I was fucking fuming. <laughs> yeah, I bet. But it was a good thing in the sense that I didn't... Yeah, you know, when we were out and about, yeah, yeah. I didn't have the data. And it's like, you don't need it, do nice. you? Like, and obviously it's good Wi-Fi at the hotel yeah. for other shit, but oh, yeah, 26 quid for 20 minutes. The actual hotel is stunning though. It yeah, really eight, and... eight pools it had and yeah. we picked a good time of year, no half term, so there was hardly any kids there. Mm. Yeah, it was just, just lush, like right on the beach. Beautiful place. Yeah, nice, nice food. Yeah. yeah, so what was the food sitch? You obviously ate the hotel a bit, but out a bit. What was the... A little bit out. So it was all inclusive yeah. and like... I've never been one to always go for all inclusive, but I thought if it's a good place and you're spending a lot of money, then it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know it's, it's 
It's going to be decent. Like some some deals out there, if it's like £500 a head for a week for all-inclusive, you start asking questions. Of course, Including yeah. flight accommodation. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, they had, you could just tell from the booze list, they had some nice drinks on, mm-hmm. you know, nice brands, um, a few wanky ones, but <laughs> <laughs> as to expect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then loads of food choice. The buffet was nice. Fuck, so much stuff. Really? And changed every night. But then Honestly. they had three restaurants as well. The best one was the Moroccan restaurant. Yeah. It was at yeah. a la carte then you ordered... Yeah, yeah, a la carte sort of style. And they don't, they were they were sort of 30 to 40 people in them. They didn't fill them out. Oh, so that's really nice. Because nice like re- that's the, you can, after, you know, you're in the same place for breakfast and then dinner, it starts to feel a bit more like a canteen and less special. It, it does. So it's nice going to a little smaller place, even in the same Exactly. Hotel the good stuff. thing, the lunch was in a different restaurant down the bottom. So oh, okay. breakfast and dinner was in the one, but there's loads of choice. But I, I didn't mind that so much. What I, what I just don't like go into a buffet even when the food's great. Once in a blue moon's fine, but mm. you go in, you sit down and you're like, well, I'll go and get my food. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then you get your food. And, and if there's two your... of you, one of you stays while the other one goes. Yeah. Uh, so it's and just... you're done in 20 minutes. Oh, yeah, it's and horrible. it's like, yeah. I haven't had a restaurant experience. Yeah. So when we went to the Alakai, I said, oh, we're actually sitting down and taking my order. <laughs> What's this? Yeah, great. <laughs> it's mad the difference. What did, uh, what was on the menu in the Moroccan place? Like, any and they did out? like proper tagines and they're really nicely done. So I had like a lamb tagine with uh, prunes in and oh, Marie had like a lemon chicken tagine. It's beautifully cooked yeah. and really tasty. Yeah. And it's funny because you see, you see the English people going up to the buffet having, you know, because they had some stuff over the side. They had burgers and they were fucking <laughs> annihilated, these yeah, burgers, yeah. chips, and like people fighting over the chips and filling them up. And these are the people that moan about the food being shit because yeah. the burgers are shit. Yeah. Um, they're, the things they were good at was their stuff. Yeah, you know, yeah. the lamb and the fucking the muttons and all those things and the tagines and the couscous was amazing. Mm. All of those different things were really good. Yeah. So if you stick to that, it's good food. They don't really give a fuck about these burgers. They're yeah, just yeah. cooked to shit and then put under the hot lights. Yeah, exactly. Whereas these dishes, they're like <laughs> embedded in their yeah. culture and, you know, it's they, they, yeah. tried and tested recipes. They know how to do it. Oh, yeah, mate, know how to do it. And it was nice. And it, it was funny. <laughs> so they had like, um, at the end of the, because um, it's a Arabic country, very Muslim, obviously there's no pork out there, mm-hmm. uh, but they did have pork for us. So they had, there was bacon on there in a day and sometimes it was like maybe a cooked pork shoulder or something. Wow. And you know, you have your buffet signs with the writing on. This just had a massive sign, an A4 piece of paper with a huge pig on. This <laughs> is like, warning, warning, pig, pig. <laughs> that was so good. Yeah, and I felt dead sorry. I was queuing up one night <laughs> at the buffet with, um, for, I think this guy was cooking some lamb chops. So I was waiting for some fresh ones and there was a guy behind me. And his son come up to him, and he can't have been any older than five. Yeah. And he come up with a little plate and a massive beaming smile and this lovely juicy pork, right? And he just showed his dad. He was like excited. He had a pile of it, and his dad just lost his oh, shit. No. They were Muslim, clearly. Oh, God. And he was like shouting in Arabic. I don't know what he was saying. Shouting at his son. Oh. His wife was over there shouting at his wife. He's like, "This is pork. This is pork." And I was like. Fucking and poor kid was like, I just want some meat. <laughs> like, little sad face on him. I wanted to sneak him a bit of pork. <laughs> Here, I champ. Like, oh, wow, <laughs> fucking hell. It's yeah, crazy, he's livid. Yeah, yeah. The differences in it's, you know, I guess meat around sort of the the appropriation of what what is and isn't acceptable to eat around the world is so different. And every country like looks at each other, going, I can't believe you you eat that, but we yeah. go, we can't believe you eat that, and it's like. Yeah, merry-go-round around the whole world, but it's so weird how it just happened that way. It's mad, and I, I was, 
obviously interested in food, history of food. And I was reading, there's a really strong theory about why Muslim countries don't eat pork. I always thought it's because like a dirty animal or whatever, they don't, they don't like it. And that's the message we get over here. But mm. it's more of practical reason than it's become embedded in their culture oh, really? and then embedded throughout Islam as well. Oh. Um, so like to not go into loads of, loads of detail. Obviously you have ruminants, which, you know, they, they have a completely different diet to us. Cows eat grass upcycle and then we eat the food um pigs aren't ruminants they eat the food we eat so if you're in quite a dry barren country yeah where it's hard to raise pigs anyway because pigs like moist damp cool environments muddy which is not you know middle east is not like that used to be thousands of years ago but it's not now so Mm. it was impractical to farm them and then if there's a lack of food anyway yeah if they're eating the same things we're eating we're higher in the packing order yeah. yeah exactly we're just like what's the point farming these animals that are eating our food and we they're hard to farm whereas yeah. ruminants are completely different yeah so like goats um cows all those sort of things and lamb were became much more popular and pigs it was like they makes... actively told the public not to farm pigs wow. that makes a lot of sense because yeah. they'll eat anything they'll eat our swill they'll eat our leftover food they'll eat mm. everything so yeah, it, from a practical point of view it makes a lot of sense yeah so that, there's a very very strong theory that it was just come from that and the government less less religious in charge was like don't and then it became part of it wow that is fascinating i can completely see how that would happen as well yeah exactly and then people stop don't stop to question why no it just becomes a thing becomes we don't do that yeah we just don't i don't know why and now you just couldn't farm them there yeah yeah yeah. just couldn't 100 percent. wow that's fascinating so outside of the hotel do you eat much in other places like yeah a couple of little places we went to some little places on the winter tagazoo which is like a little village 20 minute walk and they've got a lovely sort of sheer rock face with cafes on the side you watch the sunset what is that what are they because i've never been to morocco i've never been to africa so what what those little small you know what how does that does that feel or compare to somewhere else like in the Mediterranean, say, uh, or somewhere else, can, or is it? What, what's the sort of? Feeling? Well, I've, I've been to Africa before, obviously yeah. Kenya and Tanzania, and that's like completely different, like a different yeah. continent to, to Morocco, North Africa. And Morocco, Africa. they do consider themselves more of an Arabic country than an African country, as far as sure. I'm aware. So, yeah. but obviously being close to the Mediterranean, has that more of a Mediterranean feel? You know, yeah. the you know, Greek restaurants or Greek island restaurants or your Spanish yeah. island restaurants, those kind of things. It's more towards that than. Got an African feel, um, but no, some lovely places and so cheap. Is it? Like, yeah. so cheap, it's and the local beers are good. Much yeah. seafood and things. Um, yeah, they did have quite a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah quite a bit. Some stuff I wasn't really sure of, and they call it bream, and it's not like bream we have. <laughs> like, um, and the cod was like that's so different, but wow. it was nice stuff. Had some lovely oysters out there. Yeah, and yeah, wines were okay, and yeah, it was oh, nice. Beautiful, mate. It's so jealous. Yeah, it's nice tagines, nice, and they do. They call it an omelette, but it's somewhere in between. It's somewhat more similar to a shakshuka, really, but they oh, they call it an omelette. I don't know where the, the translations change. I but love shakshuka; it's one of my favourites. Oh, Hayley, Hayley's not a fan, so we never. I, so oh, really? I only really have it by myself. Oh, I love yeah, it. Yeah, oh, it's great. I love it. And the some places egg. runny egg, some places hard egg, depends. But yeah, nice. A lot less wet than I've always made or seen it done. It's like slightly different style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, I love beautiful. it. Absolutely love it. Um, what a start. We're 10 minutes in. I'm salivating already about yeah. all the Turkish food. We've got so much coming up. We've got correspondence. We've got some, uh, we've got reviews to cover. We've got top fives, obviously. Um, first, though, 
This was this was hilarious. A couple of weeks ago, you messaged me about this social media influencer uh, <laughs> award yeah. that you were nominated for. Yeah, I messaged for. you in Haley. So the Staff Cantina Awards, and it's like, what's so funny? Is we've we've spoken loads about social media on this podcast about like, you know, how much it's changed the industry and brought mm. people together and stuff, and how it's used for good and for bad. I suppose like that's the same yeah. in and out of the industry. But I love how this sort of was a little bit of a tongue in cheek thing. But now it's like, no, you're all in. Yeah, you, you're all in. competitive nature. So well, I'm in now. So when <laughs> when I'd messaged you about it originally, it was like um, it was a short list, and I think there's about ten odd names in there. So I don't know how I was nominated or anything. I just thought it was funny, so I thought I'd do a video yeah, yeah, on yeah, Instagram yeah. and just like you know tongue in cheek Cam it up, yeah. and I come up with a bit of a phrase on more anti-social media than, <laughs> yeah. than social media. Um, and then, obviously, from that, I must have got some votes because now we're in the final and there's, what, three or four of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and now, and you want, like, now you want to win. Yeah, just, just like, it was not something I would ever see and think, <laughs> I want to win that at all. And there's almost a bit of cringe with me, but yeah. I'm like, now I'm in the running. I'm like, I know, I want to win. That's that's, that's so just good. pure competitiveness. It'd be like like the Sex Pistols in the 70s. Like anti, like they're anti, <laughs> yeah. like, establishment. But mm-hmm. then as soon as they're nominated for a Brit, they'll be there with their tile. Yeah. Like wanting to win an award. You know what I mean? But I, I would feel kind of vindicated in a way if I did. Like in a, in a good way because of like, you know, as you know, I don't, some people assume I do and they can, if you just look, gloss over it, people think I go out to be offensive. Mm. And I, I never do. But I'm, I don't care about offending someone. No, sure. I don't care if something I do yeah. that is innocent offends someone. Yeah, yeah. But I don't directly try and offend them. Mm-hmm. Or if somebody comes at me, I don't give a fuck about going back at them. Yeah. So it's more about that. This is how I'm going to do it. Because um, I just, it makes me cringe just fakeness. Fakeness yeah. anyway. I don't like being fake to people. Yeah. So fakeness on social media makes me cringe even more. No, I think I think you're right. I think there is a lot to be said for that because I think a lot of people in life, regardless of whether they're in the hospitality industry or not, social media can be a bit of a rose-tinted version of their mm. life. Whereas you're very honest yeah. about things. You don't try and sugarcoat stuff. And then if anything, sometimes you'll just like ham it up for a bit of fun. But it's obvious that you're doing that. I think so, yeah. I think it is. Yeah. Maybe it's because I know you. Some people <laughs> yeah, don't, I don't know. But it's like you still take it with a pinch of salt whilst just being yourself. So yeah. maybe that's why actually you've been nominated because it's not, not that typical for people to be like that when they've got a no. bit of a profile as well. You know, the bit worried about P's and Q's and a bit worried about stuff, whereas you don't give a shit. No, <laughs> I don't. And I think I do a lot of to face stuff now and... I mean, maybe it's just because I know I can see it. There's a wry smile generally. Yeah, when I'm saying. Yeah, that's something. what. Yeah, your, your tongue in tongue in your cheek <laughs> moment. Literally. Yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. And like, I come to the conclusion year, years ago. I think it was on Facebook. I'd just put things of like I don't know, say gamers in season. Or I had some suckling pigs in, and I get a bit of stick on Facebook, like from people. And then you start like questioning. I oh, should have put that on because that's going to upset that person. And I got to the point. It's like. Well, they couldn't follow me and I don't yeah. care, even yeah. if they're friends or family, whatever. They don't have to look at it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sending it to them. Yeah, I'm not exactly, a yeah. little DM here, look at this slaughtered pig. 100%. And then it got to this point, it's like, so my, my dad's girlfriend at the time, like she was a vegan and she was, I mean, she was a total knob about it as well. And really like um, agro vegan. So anything, the subtlest thing I'd put on, I'd get shit for it. So I was like, then it become this thing, I, I was... People thought I was putting it on to piss her off, and it's like no, I'm putting it on because I, 
I want to. <laughs> if she wants to come at me, that's up to her. She can yeah. she can block just, me. Just don't but, follow me. Yeah, don't follow me. We can still be friends on there. Don't follow yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. you don't have to look. It goes so, back. It goes back to the whole Ricky Gervais guitar lessons. Thing. Always, yeah. It always goes back to that. If if no one's seen that, he does this joke that just sums it up perfectly, where he's just like the equivalent of everything we've just talked about is. Someone goes, say, into Tesco and puts up a little sign on the notice board that says guitar lessons. So you take that home and you ring them up and go, I don't fucking want guitar lessons. <laughs> and it's just like, that would, that, you can see how mental that would be. Yeah. That's exactly what people are exactly doing with social is. media. It's like you're choosing to follow, you're choosing to consume the content. I just yeah. don't, it doesn't make any and I don't, sense. You know, like I, there's a perfect example yesterday as well. And like, the, the, it always flags up in my head, but I'm like, well, no, you don't. You don't have to stop yourself. Mm. You don't have to police your content. No. As long as you're not being a twat with it. Yeah. So I started just because uh, I knew they wouldn't really land on TikTok. I've started doing these little whiskey reviews because I've got quite a collection of whiskey now. Oh, home. nice. I haven't seen these yet. Um, so just tasting them, talking about it, and like um, giving it a score just yeah. from my score nice. and like always just say I'm a whiskey fan I'm not a whiskey expert mm. by any stretch um, and I joined this whiskey club as well where you get um, I can't remember how much it is but you get sent a surprise bottle of whiskey that's always of a decent value it's mm. always like above 50 quid bottle um, every two months and it just drops on your doorstep oh that's exciting and he's like because oh. yeah, I wouldn't have chose that yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I wouldn't have no, looked at that. it so the first one I had from it was from Glasgow King's Inch and then I had another one arrive yesterday i opened it up and straight away i was like there was a bit of me and i know a lot of people would do it and be like oh i don't know if i can post that because it's an israeli whiskey Ooh, um interesting. but so well, why can't i yeah so, yeah. so i'm just going to continue with it it's an israeli whiskey it's brewed uh, it's not brewed distilled in tel aviv and that was all i said about it no. i'm never going to get into the politics no, of israel palestine yeah. one because i don't need to my opinion means nothing i can't do anything and i don't know enough about it mm. so i've been sent this whiskey i'm just going to talk about whiskey i'm going to drink the whiskey and yeah. say where it's from that yeah. is literally it and so i know people are giving me shit for that and then straight away some people did, did. Wow. and like a question in my morals and stuff wow fuck me they they <laughs> I'm not. It's yeah. exhausting. It yeah. Is in no exhausting. way did, was I like nah. pro this. Yeah, of course. Con this. Yeah. But I knew it would happen. Yeah. yeah and I'm like, I'm, and I thought, I'm glad. I was vindicated. I'm glad I didn't give in to that. And I just, I'm just talking about whiskey. Yeah. And there wasn't even, I didn't even try, I wouldn't try and push an angle of controversy for it. I, I wouldn't with also, that. Also, without getting too serious, it's not my subject. It's a slippery slope as well, because if you start self editing, mm. It's like, then you realize, you realize how, you know, people talk about how papers uh, in, in the past would leave things out, information yeah. out or add things in to paint a different picture of the same information. If you start doing that with your own content, it's a slippery slope. Where does Where'd it you stop? Start? You know, you go, like, oh, I'll skip this whiskey review this month because it's sensitive because it's from a country that... So then, well, then when, when does that... You could yeah. keep do, if you keep doing that forever, you'll start paying. Yeah, you just yeah. Be as long as you're you know you're measured on there, and I'm not, you know, I'm not going to take a side because I don't know enough. Genuinely, don't. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, for that example, I could do. I don't know. For argument's sake, I know I don't do it. I could do a cocktail video, and then I'm using Russian vodka. Yeah. Like exactly. Like oh no, I can't do that. Where do you stop? Oh, 100%. where do you stop? Well, I mean, 
I mean, every pub in every pub in this in a radius of this restaurant will have Russian whiskey in it, exactly. uh, Russian vodka in it, exactly, and, and everything in between. Because we're a capitalist consumerist society, we're we're surrounded by shit from all around the world all the time. Exactly. So just because there's a conflict somewhere, doesn't mean that you should therefore not. Yeah. Try some whiskey that's been sent to you already. Like, what, exactly. You know? And I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not on there promoting the Israeli government. Of course not. I'm not, you know, <laughs> as far as I know, this uh, milk and honey, they, they, they're a small producer in, you know, what's wrong with that? Yeah. What? <laughs> and I'm sure that, just knew it. I mean, we can't know, but it's like, though, that's that small distillery that pr- potentially wants nothing to do with this war or conflict yeah. and doesn't support it even. We don't know. But, yeah, exactly. But that's be, the whole point. They could be losing out on business because of the reputation of the country. That would also be unfair. If that was happening, we don't know. But Yeah. And I thought, horrible. you know, this Summerton, I've only my second bottle with on Summerton, this whiskey club. I was like, it's quite brave of them to do that as a brand. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. Yeah. Yeah, and the onus is more on them than you. Oh, exactly, yeah. Sending it. And like, if anything, like I didn't even know they made whiskey. I was like, "Well, this is interesting." Yeah, yeah. Like, it would be. It's a you know, it's a yeah. different. Oh, I've only yeah. really had Irish and Irish, Scottish, uh, English, and a little bit of Asian. Yeah. So and obviously American, but like, yeah, yeah. these countries. Well, yeah, let's give that a try. Yeah. Oh no, I'm fully don't, with don't you. assume my opinions because I've fucking tried some whiskey. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'll um, I have to come over in the next couple of weeks and we'll have an Israeli whiskey night. In. <laughs> well, Never I didn't give I'd it a very that. good score. <laughs> <laughs> One out of ten. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't the best. Oh, yeah. man. Um, okay, what else have we got going on? Um, oh, so lastly, just so social media. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Where do we vote? Can we still vote? Yeah, you still vote up until the end of this week. Brilliant. Um, so it's Staff Canteen website. You go on their awards. Come on. Who else are you against? Um, Brad, Brad so Carter. No, Fallow. Oh, fa- oh yeah. Tom Booton. Oh, and yeah. another he's, guy he's from really John upped his social Leeds. game Tom Booton has he has yeah I think the Dorchester like are, Dorchester are putting a lot into it yeah and you lot, tell you know, creating a lot of content yeah. to sort of get on with it yeah and doing some nice stuff yeah, yeah and Fallow obviously they're really good at it yeah they've so, got like a hundred thousand subscribers on YouTube I think yeah exactly they'll probably smash it mm-hmm. um, and then um, yeah a guy John who's on do you think it's John from Leeds he's got a restaurant in Leeds looks very nice cool. uh, up in he was on MasterChef so, yeah yeah us four, but stiff, it's a good, it's good day out. It's good fun. Yeah, it's a good day out. I went because yeah. Laura was in the final of one last year. Yeah. Chef, chef to watch, or was it member of the year, something like that? Um, and unfortunately, she didn't win, but it was a great day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Okay, yeah. everyone, get on and vote. Everyone who's listening now, go and I t- vote. I tell you what, I'll do. If you vote, I'll wear a funny T-shirt that the staff that I got a lot of shit for that the staff canteen sent me a few years ago. Go on. If oh, people vote. I remember this shirt. Do you remember yeah, it? I've got I so much stick that for that. Wear it on the I sent a picture to Cara of and Mark from Staff Canteen. I was like, I'm wearing this if you give me the golden cup. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously they can't like that. Um, That's great. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, right, go and vote now. Um, what else we got going on? William Sitwell review finally came out. We knew that he'd been to Grassfed a few weeks yeah. ago. Then the well, review... it was in August. It was. He came. Fuck! It was a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. Kai D takes his fucking time. Right, there's a reason. Oh no, yeah, I wrote a fucking book, mate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, it was it was really lovely. You know, it, it's, it was uh... great. Yeah, and I think real testament to the team. I wasn't there, so I'm not going to take like credit for it in what they produced on the day. I was. I was in Leamington at the cinema with my kids. It was summer holidays. <laughs> yeah. I remember just not being able to focus on the film because, oh, what's he having? And fucking, yeah. you, you know, just not switching <laughs> off. Um, and yeah, we were new. We were only a few weeks old, mm-hmm. so the team were just jalling. Um, and 
like the biggest thing. There was a lot of teething issues and snagging issues that were still going on at that point. You know, we were having water issues, like leaking issues, tripping issues, and there was all sorts of things that were distracting yeah. them from being able to deliver their job properly, which I know happens, but you know, it's testament to them to be able to deliver that yeah. when we didn't even know it was in until the morning with all these things going on. So mm-hmm. the guys did really well, all front and back of house did did brilliant, and it was a great, really nice. great review. Great for the whole team. Yeah, yeah. The sort of highlights were. Weirdly, the broccoli. Yeah. <laughs> Which is sort of ironic. Yeah. But uh, I thought that was quite nice. Yeah. We talked but about entering it, it into an award if, it, if there was one. Yeah, exactly. Which is nice to hear because obviously we are meat heavy, but I've always pushed the fact that, you know, we, we cook everything on there. And I wanted to, mm. from the start when, you know, me and we sort of come up with the menu and the concept, it was like, I want amazing seasonal veg cooked on there, finished with something beautiful. And it was that, it's not on the menu now, but it Parmesan. was yeah, broccoli. It was finished with... Chimichurri style kind of dressing, and then the Berkswell cheese oh, Berkswell, covered it. over it, and yeah. it it was fucking great little yeah. side or a little small plate oh, yeah. or something. You yeah. pick it up, eat it, and it's just elevating those veg like we do it with cauliflower. I've got celeriac at the moment. Kieran's done some great things, so it's a more in that sense. It's about what we're cooking over and how we're finishing it, yeah, yeah. and making it unctuous and moorish, really. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It definitely does that. Yeah, um, and then the other thing is that he. He touched upon the no dessert yeah. uh, thing. Yeah. But you now have one. Yeah, we do. Right? We do. And like I said at the start, obviously we didn't have desserts on the menu. Mm. It was always in the back of the mind that we might have to do something, but we've got so little fridges. Or so yeah, I, it was I don't more of a practical f- reason, Yeah, wasn't I don't it? want to throw this at the guys. Yeah, because you'd never choose to not do desserts. That's no. fucking stupidity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, like, yeah, there's, <laughs> there's loads of options in the market, but I don't want them to go and spend with other people. Yeah, sure. I want them to spend with us, but it was more about, I can't, like, expect this of the guys straight away. Let's get in. Let's see where we're at. Mm-hmm. And we did get a bit of stick for it. Not not badly, like, guests were, like, shocked. But there's, there's Kiln in Soho. They've been open for years. What? I don't know. I'm guessing eight, nine years. Mm. Never, never had done, desserts never on the menu. It, yeah. They get away with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been, it's great. Yeah. I think because it's kind of this Northern Thai style food. Yeah, you don't kind of People like... don't expect it. Yeah, yeah. But with us, it's expected. Yeah, it is. So, yeah, it's but yeah, he commented on it on the day and I messaged him actually and he was like, hey, you've got desserts on now. I was like, yeah, we have. And, we, and it was like a week or two after he went. Yeah. We've only got one dessert on and we're just going to try and evolve it. We won't have a big dessert menu, but just something nice, tasty. What, what was the first dessert you did? So it's like caramelized white chocolate creme with poached pear and stuff like that. It's lovely. Yeah, 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 really simple, but just a nice comforting bowl. Harry, the sous chef, sort of put it together. I challenged them with it. I um, I know everyone's different, and I might have spoken about this before, but I I really love the lack of choice when I go to a nice place. Yeah, I think it's so important so, for me. So on, it sounds mental, and unless it was bananas, where it'd be like, oh, what the fuck is the chances? But if there was just one dessert, I'd just be like so content that I don't have to pick. Yeah. I'd just be like, great. Yeah. I, uh, lovely. But that, I'll like, definitely have it. Oh, what do I, when there's two you want yeah, out of like, on a oh, six the, and you're like, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just and you, I, pick, you pick one and like, oh, we don't have any of that. And yeah. you just want to oh, launch them across the restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, the fact that there's just one, I just that would be perfect for me. Yeah. I'd just be like, yeah, send one over straight away. Yeah. It's true. And it's, Whatever just, it is. it's the same as when we went to that, that the, the, I think the first time I went to the buffet restaurant in Morocco mm. and... It's like we got there really early, just opened, so nothing had been touched. Apart from within two minutes, the chips were empty. They were like <laughs> fucking, they were like <laughs> fighting over it, just being like, you have them, I'm fine. And I was like, it's too much choice. It's yeah. a good thing, right? No, I'm not moaning, yeah. but yeah. 
I was like, oh, I need to do this like tasting menu and did it. So yeah. I had some starters, then I had some fish, then I had a massive plate of meat, <laughs> just fucking every bit of meat. <laughs> so I just like I'm just trying to elongate this service yeah. and just keep but going. But it almost in a weird way is stressful. Yeah, because like, I don't want to mix my plate up with too yeah. much weird shit. It needs to have a form. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. you've got to have a format. Same, yeah, like a like I've designed a dish yeah. out of everything that's available. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's so true. Oh, it's really exciting. I can't wait to come back down to CrossFit to try a new menu and a dessert. Dead yeah. excited for that. Um, right, we've got some correspondence. Let's do that before we do some top fives. Uh, we've got a message from Andy who says, Hi guys, love the podcast. Looking forward to listening to the Dukarima one, which came out last week, the Big Festival special. Uh, we were lucky to eat at Kota uh, last Tuesday for my wife's birthday. Jude came in and came to say hello, chatted for five minutes. What a gentleman. Keep doing the podcast. Uh, love driving home from Birmingham to Leamington from work on Thursdays, listening and laughing. Thanks, Andy. Very sweet message. Little picture of him with Jude as well down oh, in nice. Kota. Yeah, Jude's a lovely guy. So nice, yeah. Uh, so that was last week's episode. You can go and listen to it now. Um, we've got one here from Liam who says... Oh, this made me laugh, actually. So... Was it last uh, two weeks ago we spoke about the wine bar in Nottingham you went to that was self-service? Yes. Got a message from a guy, Liam, who said, you're both great, but fuck me. I went to a wine bar in London <laughs> that was self-service, like the one you described in Nottingham, and I felt like someone was trolling me. Walked in, and as, and I was welcome, as I was welcomed, I was introduced to the concept. Then to a card top-up station, non-refundable, only could put on specific amounts, then taken to a table with a menu and told to go over to the glass matrix-style wall of pipes. I want to speak to someone knowledgeable and have a bit of crack with someone who can recommend stuff whilst I sit down, chat to, etc., etc., without having to go and dick around with a nonsense machine and untrustworthy <laughs> cleanliness. Love the podcast, guys. P.S. Me and my mate sat down, looked at each other, laughed, then politely left with a, sorry, it's just not for us. Fair enough. Yeah, I mean, that, enough. That is, I mean, he's raised some points there. Like, mm. I don't like the top-up card idea, because mine wasn't like that. Yeah, you put your it? card in, you charge for exactly what you have. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it did feel like the guys there I could talk to if I wasn't sure. <laughs> yeah, but sure. I knew enough of what was there to have. I think it's a delicate thing, because it's quite a... It's obviously a completely different way of doing it, but if you almost leave it so self-service, I can understand how it could just feel a bit like a bit dismissive, like, yeah. a, like a school canteen, like top-up card, just like whatever, you know, not not yeah. special. Yeah, you know, um, yeah. It sounds like yeah, it's a very different concept to what I went to. But yeah. in terms of the cleanliness and nine, you've just you've just got to trust them. It's the same as a pub; they yeah. you know they need to clean their lines for the beers, so you just 100%. got to trust that they do it. A hundred percent. That's a really good point. Uh, And then last one here from Adam who says, Hi guys, long time listener. Just listened to the pod on the way home from work. Firstly, my taste in food seems similar to Paul. Hate baked beans, but plain beans are fine. It's definitely the sauce. Yes. You guys made me so hungry. I have just put the toaster on to make a round of toast. Ends of the loaf. What a result. The slag. Yeah. We now call it. The slag. Uh, The bit that everyone touches nobody wants. (laughs) Then he alludes to in here his pet hate being... Having toast, I think what he means still popping out of the toaster. Yeah. So you know when you go to put it down, but then you don't realise that it's got caught, and then half of it oh, stays out. Yeah, yeah. Then you've got perfectly toasted bottom half, and then like the top third is like <laughs> yeah, floppy. Yeah, that is. Tall sometimes yeah, never turn your back when you no. pop it down. Is what I'd say. Keep up the good work on the pod. That's from Adam. Cheers, Adam. Appreciate all your messages. Keep them coming. DM us at the nightcap underscore pod. Right. Should we do some top fives? Yeah. 
I feel really bad because even though we were chatting about a WhatsApp yesterday, I was like, I can't bring biscuits in. We just we'll devour them, aren't we? And we feel shit for the rest of the day. <laughs> so I was like, I'm going to save ourselves. Uh, we're just going to talk about biscuits. Depending on that, I need to nip to the shop in a minute. Depending on how oh, good fuck. this list is, I might have to do well, I need to nip get to some. Shop as well. So we're going to have to. Oh, fuck. <laughs> okay, right, here we go. Top five biscuits. It's as simple as that. Um, my job this week. And we'll start with some honorable mentions. Then I've also got some. Uh, Absolute no goes as well because mm. it's just okay. fun sort of realizing, yeah. like almost slightly unpopular opinion. I think I, I hope yours are the same as mine, especially one of them. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Well, let's see. So, honorable mentions. I'm going for. Uh, I mean, there's not too much to say about these. I just, I, I realize with the top five as well, it's a little bit of the mood I'm in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Because some one, of them, yeah. it's not like you know. It's a bit I, like my toast. Yeah. It yeah. depends on the mood you're in. But honorable mentions. I've got chocolate bourbons. Yeah, just nice. Yeah, and a I'm lot a of my fan. a lot of my mindset is about dunking them in tea. Okay, because I'm a big dunker. Yeah, see, I don't dunk. Don't Very you? rarely dunk. Oh, no, yeah, no, I do. I do like it. So, chocolate bourbon's a great one to dunk. Soaks it up. Yeah. Also, that that. What do you even call it? It's almost, it's not icing, but what is the middle bit? That called? sort of chocolate buttery, buttery icing stuff. Icing stuff. Yeah, yes, great. I love that. Um, Oreos. Yeah, I do love an Oreo. Yeah, I don't like them like I used to. No, I, I find them a little bit synthetic now. Yeah, yeah, mm. and and almost too sweet. And what I yeah. realised with my top five is nearly all of them have that buttery saltiness with the sweet. Yeah, because I'm I'm really into that. Where Oreos feel a bit one tone, bit just sugar, sugar, sugar. Yeah, do you know what I mean, yeah, uh, and then also jammy dodgers. Yeah, I, I like a jammy dodger. Yeah, they're nice, yeah. but yeah, it wouldn't be my first pick in nah. the selection box. Yeah. yeah, there you go. So they're my honorable mentions. Now, I do my my pet hates that that I just don't think should be in here. So, party rings. Oh God, they're so sweet. Pa- and I don't like the texture. There's way it snaps. Yes, way too hard. Yeah. Horrible texture. Awful. Not enough flavour. Yeah. Hardly any. Kids' party food. Yeah, but because of that and because of how they look, they. They have this like almost mass appeal because of the nostalgia. Yeah. Oh, party rings. Oh, should we get some party rings? Like when we were kids. No, let's no, fucking not. They're no. shit. Yeah. They are They're shit. Not. Yeah, I don't want to party after eating them. No. <laughs> <laughs> but they are they are dynamic and so recognisable. And yeah. like the pattern, it looks great, but they're just so under. It's all subst- all style over substance. Don't come off. I can see why kids like them because yeah. they're bland and sweet. Yeah. Yeah, my kids love them. Yeah. And they're way too thin. Like at yeah. least have a thick like biscuit. Bit they, of bollocks, they yeah. They snap and they're, they're just fucking nothing. Yeah. So fuck off to With the you. party rings. With you on that. And then the other one, just because... I don't think they're a biscuit, and okay. everyone talks about them as biscuits. And I'm not going to get, you know, this is too much like my radio days. Like, is it a biscuit? Is it not? <laughs> no, I'm not going to get it. But yeah. Jaffa cakes. Yeah, well, they're a cake, aren't they? It's I mean, the, it's literally called a cake. Literally called a cake. Yeah. So. And, like, again, without getting into it, they, they had a big legal battle. Did you hear about it? No. Years ago, like, of whether they are a cake or a biscuit. And oh. it was a massive legal battle. Wow. But the reason was for tax implications of what they were called. Oh, yeah. interesting. So they, they were obviously, they we're a fucking cake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know the details oh, okay. or tax implications. They won. But anyone calls it a biscuit, like, no. have you ever eaten one? Yeah. Have <laughs> you ever eaten one? And, and uh, I, I like them, but they're a cake. Is it is it right to say, in terms of the science of it, that biscuits go soft when they get older and cakes go hard? Yeah. So, and so Jaffa cakes if go hard. If you leave a biscuit out, yeah. To the air, it goes soft. If you leave a cake out, it goes it's hard. hard. Yeah. yeah. So, and, and just kits go hard, right? If you left them out. Yeah. I think. Imagine it was 
15 times bigger and you sliced yeah. it like a portion you'd exactly. be calling it a cake so where is the line yeah. where it gets called a biscuit from these idiots yeah yeah oh morons and, and also just it's a, a basic, mini cake like with mo- with nearly every biscuit ever there is a snap yeah you can't snap a no it just not, tears it's not it it's, a, like a cake, it's just so. a cake it's a sponge yeah and also on top of that Jaffa cakes I think they are a bit overrated in the yeah. flavour I like them I don't, I don't mind orange and chocolate and stuff like for some people like my brother-in-law Joe like orange, like chocolate oranges like that is like his catnip oh, I love loves it. it I love it do you chocolate orange yeah 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 so I don't mind the chocolate orangey thing like that's fun, but it's not my go-to combo no so that's fair enough they're, they've been yeah can't remember last time I had one okay here we go top five number five it's an absolute classic, similar to a chocolate bourbon, but I'm going custard cream. Nice, classic. It's just solid. Yeah, solid. I love you know the texture's great. It's a good dunking one. It's quite nostalgic, but I lo- just love a custard cream. Yeah. Not too much to say about them. No, just, no, we know what they are. Yeah, they haven't fucked about with them. No, we changed them. That's a good point. Uh, number four. Now this is a bit of a weird one because I would say I have this the least of all five of these because it's not something you really buy much of in the supermarket, but you very much associate them with like hotels. Yeah. Biscoff. Oh, okay, yeah, like, like yeah. No, I'd actually... And little that, cafes and things as well, They're yeah. annoying in those tiny little... Thi- there's not enough of it. No. It's too thin. Yeah. But actually, like, if that was thick and bigger, like, the, the flavour of Biscoff... There's that bit of spice and that caramel, yeah. it's that yeah. dark... Because it's yeah. such a dark biscuit. It's almost got, like, a gingeriness without the ginger sort of feeling about it and warmth to it. Yeah. The dark brown sugar. I remember really having one love it. about... 15 or 20 probably years ago before now they're caught and yeah they? and there's everything yeah. about them i remember like Biscuit what is spread. it and i found a recipe online yeah. and like i made some because i was just like wanting to understand the flavor and the texture of it yeah but yeah. They, they were all they were were those little sachets yeah they weren't mainstream you no, couldn't get them in the supermarket couldn't no. get the spread until it became caught yeah it oh, it's a quality it's biscuit. really good it's really unique as well yeah like there's not too much like it no um I, yeah it's just Really delicious, but I don't have it enough. But again, it it needs to, if you look at, they should sell them in the supermarket, but just bigger, longer, or yeah, like thicker, thicker. Because yeah. those little ones, it's always, almost. I suppose it leaves you wanting more, but they're just small and but they, they are tasty. They do really do delicious. some now, and they are proper crack. Like they've got like a little bit of a chocolate filling in their sandwich, oh, and that. Mate. And there's another one. There's a few types. Honestly, I will seek those. Crack, out. fucking lovely. Yeah, yeah really yeah. Moorish. Yeah, so I'm going Biscoff. Nice. Uh, four, sorry. Number three. Chocolate digestive. Oh, nice, yeah. Like a digestive. Again, nice. that saltiness in there. Plain or milk? Chocolate. Oh, I hadn't thought about that. Because um, they're too different to me. Just milk chocolate, chocolate or dark chocolate. Oh, I mean, sorry. Di- sorry, yeah, yeah. So I, as a kid, that's what we always called them, plain. So milk or dark. Oh, I mean, I really like dark chocolate. I don't know whether I have too much. Maybe it depends on the mood I'm in. I'd probably go dark. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. What about you? I'd always go dark. Always yeah. go dark. Yeah. Sometimes I, I probably still just pick them, but sometimes they do the ones where there's a layer of caramel between. Oh yeah, yeah. That's good for dunking. Yeah, they, that yeah. is a good for dunking. You yeah, suck good it dry, texture changes there. Yeah, lovely. Yeah, yeah I mean digestives are great on their own. Also, really like, um, you know, you, you can use them for loads of different things. You know, mm. often people for like homemade cheesecakes and stuff blend yeah. them up with butter as a base. Yeah, yeah, nothing wrong with that. Yeah, tastes no, great. There's a little like DIY dessert thing. Oh, it's um, an easy biscuity base, buttery biscuit bus- base, buttery biscuit base. <laughs> exactly. So chocolate digestive number three. Then number two, uh, it was a toss up with number one and number two, but number two, I really fucking love a hobnob. Oh, hobnob. So chocolate hobnob. Texturally beautiful. I, I, yeah. Te- it's the texture. Yeah. Really hard to create at home. Yeah. And they're, they're like, to quote 
fucking Peter Kay. They're the SAS Dunker, yeah, aren't they? they like, are. <laughs> yeah, 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 they are. They, they, they are just so satisfying. Like a whole ba- a whole pack of them could go in seconds mm. for me. Yeah. They are just catnip. Oh. <laughs> fucking chocolate. <laughs> right, and then number one, um, this might sound really fucking boring, but I just thought, because this, I'd say, it gets made more. Mm. Um, like, people make this a lot, this this biscuit. Yeah. But I think the best version of this is unbeatable. I've, oh, because I wonder if this is going to be my favourite, oh, okay, best be. biscuit ever. It's shortbread. Yes! yes fucking yes. love shortbread. It's so plain, but it's, fucking so good. It's so good. And when they're good, they're When they're made bu- with they're butter. buttery. And, and when they're thick. Oh, oh shortbread is the goat. It's the love. fucking goat. It really is. It's, yeah. It's because it's thick as fuck. It, yeah. like, can you imagine a bit, a bit of shortbread looking at a biscoff and you're like, <laughs> do you know what I mean like, it's just it's fucking solid oh, and it's, it's like so good. it's recreated well like you know it's quite easy to make actually but you could buy big tins of it mm. you can uh, it's just yeah and just homemade is oh. easy and incredible yeah and yeah. it's better than the French sablé yeah which is you know short and it's nice but a shortbread is better than a sablé oh absolutely and it's just so comforting and like a big cu- you know a cup of tea and a big oh. slab big finger of sugar like, on the outside <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, shortbread. So shortbread ah, number one, just simple. class. Straight yeah, up. I'm glad we love it. I yeah, wasn't sure that would be my it number sounds, one. I said that to Hay, and she, <laughs> she loves shortbread, but she's just shortbread. Like number one, shortbread. It's just like, well, yeah, yeah but it's just unbeatable. It's just the like others that. I could mix around and change, but Same. shortbread is a winner. Nice, man. I'm really winner. glad we agree on that. I used to always like, you know, when I was at Tunnel Mill, we they used to put some shitty biscuits in the room, and I took over. So I just like, oh, we're gonna do a good shortbread. Yeah, and my brownie recipe, which is a lovely oh. brownie recipe. Fuck me, I just used to, when I was on pastry, I just yeah. munching those I, shortbread. Oh. Warm out of the oven when they're just cooling. Yeah. Oh, that's a great oh. point. Yeah. Having them warm still oh, is just delicious. amazing. I'd make sandwiches, so a wedge of the brownie and yeah. then shortbread each side. Oh, oh it's you're killing me. You're killing me. That is so good. Yeah. Shortbread. I think so, they're yeah. just taken for granted because yeah. like shortbread is humble. shortbread. Yeah, they're not, quite, it's quite a humble thing, isn't they've it? They've not really? been fucked about with. Yeah. yeah, and it's not like right. There's my fucking, you know, toffee layer and chocolate layer and this layer. It's yeah. like no, we are what we are, and we're proud. A hundred percent. Yeah, and it's like you just touched on there. It's actually a really good accompaniment to lots of desserts. Yeah, like a little finger of it on the side with like a I don't know a mousse or a little you know that it can go with yeah. stuff. It's like it's there. I think I think it's a secure person's biscuit. Like <laughs> you're secure in your sexuality that you can proudly say I like, love shortbread, shortbread and not be afraid. Thing. Like. It's like, it's like saying I can wear women's knickers and I'm comfortable with it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm fine. It's a sign of your security. If you, if you can admit shortbread's your favourite biscuit, then you're comfortable in your own skin. Uh, so there we go. Pretty short and sweet, but I mean, no messing about. Five custard cream, four Biscoff, three chocolate digestive, two chocolate hobnob, number one shortbread. Class. Nice. And I'm so, so glad. I didn't think it would be. So glad Rich T wasn't in there. Oh, yeah. God, one of the worst. I would have thought differently of you. I never thought you would. No, no. Yeah, I what thought it the, might be in your like pet peevy one. Yeah, no, I should, it could have been. It could have been. But yeah. I just don't even. It's, it's not even plan. entering the hemisphere. What's the point? It. What is the point? Yeah. Flavors bland. It's too thin. As we never repeat, okay, it just falls. And in it's tea. called rich tea. It's not rich. It's dreadful. Yeah, dreadful biscuit. Yeah. Um. So yeah, there we go. Next week, your top fives. Uh, I'm quite pleased with this one actually. Oh, okay. I'm gonna give you. We're gonna go away from actual ingredients. We're gonna mm. go back to the to your job yeah to the kitchen top five worst jobs to do in the kitchen 
top five worst jobs. It's like jobs in the kitchen. And, and like, I thought, I mean, obviously it's your top okay. five, so you can do what you want, but like not cleaning. No, no, but like food processes jobs. or yeah. like, it's like, can you go and do, oh, for fuck's sake. Do you know what I mean? It's like your pet hate jobs to do in the kitchen. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, there's loads of them. But yeah, cool. cool. Great. I think there'll be loads of people listening that will like share. I think so. Similar sort of. I like, think so. Yeah. Okay. Cool. We'll do that next week. Um, I think that's about it. Although I did want to say, and I only just realised this is sort of bad, but I only realised this just before we came on to record. Um, this now is our one hundredth episode of all episodes we've done. Yeah. Oh, is it? No so way. we had we had like two little like five minute things in between series saying, yeah. like, "Oh, we've got a series coming out." I didn't count those. Mm. But a hundred like proper episodes, so either our lockdown ones or series episodes. Uh, like, this is our hundredth one. No way. Isn't that mental? That is mad. I should have brought some biscuits in to celebrate. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I only just realised when I came on and ah. I was like uh, doing all the bits and I was like, oh fuck, it's no a hundred episodes. Yeah, it's hard to keep track of because we've obviously, our main thing is the series, which is coming back mm. and then yeah. um, we've done this, but then the lockdown reviews and the ask us anything we did. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. catch-ups, yeah. And then loads of specials now. Like, we had the Boiling Point special. We had the Burnt Chef Project special. Yeah. Big Festival. Yeah. Loads of different, like... St- uh, the Lord's one. The Home the of, Lord's home of Food well, yeah. Festival with Tom. Yeah. We're diverse, aren't we? Fucking hell, mate. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and now we've got a brand new series coming out. So, Table Talk Foundation and Ridgeview Wines mm-hmm. with Ridgeview Estate. Yeah. Teaming up with them for the new series. We've already recorded an episode. We have, and it's great. Uh, which was brilliant. Yeah, it was brilliant really guest, good time. And it was just, yeah, just oh, a brilliant. And we brilliant had a pod. little crowd around us as well, which was really novel, but yeah. was, that was really good fun. Um, I mean, yeah, we can't, I mean, we'll explain more when we do the actual series, but yeah, I mean, Ridgeview Wines, beautiful wines down in Sussex mm-hmm. and uh, Table Talk Foundation, which is perfectly linked to all the stuff we talk about anyway. Exactly. Really, it's quite seamless, but just learning stuff that they help promote and champion mm. through the foundation is fascinating so we'll be like phrasing questions in the podcast with our guests around the topics that table talk talk about yeah you know, stuff from industry things through to you know getting kids involved in cooking you know mm. you talk about your own experiences and stuff like that so table talk ridgeview series five coming out later this year really excited Brilliant. to get going with that oh, i can't wait yeah it's gonna be really cool cool nice one well we'll see you all same time next week thanks so much, yeah. so much for listening so much for downloading the nightcap podcast we appreciate the support and we'd love to know that you are enjoying the pod and now you can become a proud member of the nightcap podcast tribe along with our weekly catch-ups and -and up-and-coming series with more amazing guests we've created some bespoke nightcap podcast clothing which you can get online now we've teamed up with our friends at t-mill to create t-shirts and hoodies in various sizes colors and fits for both men and women yeah we chose t-mill for several reasons they make these clothes with 100% natural materials using organic materials that are better for the environment they use the sun and wind to power the production of these products plus they They will send you your order in packaging made from plants, not plastics. And the best thing is they look great and they feel great. You can just tell their quality so there's no knockoff merch here. Yeah, it's as simple as this. Go to thenightcap.tmill.com. That's thenightcap.tmill.com to order your Nightcap podcast merch now.